DCM works. We kind of know the force. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art for Artists podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works. I am oh, David DCM, lead didn't writer. I know that was our full name. <laughs> yeah. Lead writer, lead writer, creative director uh, of that site, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Ben. What am I? like? You're my co-host. Yeah, but, you know, that's beyond that, am I just the co-host? Yeah. Oh. You're my number two. <laughs> you're, the, you're the gross, sweaty Spock. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and today we're talking about costumes yep. and Kylo Ren. I will fulfill our destiny. I will finish what you started. Yo, Ben Solo. Yeah, Ben Solo. I was so happy when they were like, his name's Ben. I'm like, yes! Yes, best name. 10 out of 10. It's pretty good. Um, so the way that we'll basically structure these from moving forward is that um, every episode we'll have like a new topic uh, from one of our content trees. So basically, like what we wanted to do is look at like how his costume came about. Yeah. Because it's kind of weird. It's like pretty pretty odd. You like you see it and then you realize it's like it's basically meant to be like Vader's helmet, but you're like, but it's so different. Yeah, it's real different, and it ends up looking quite unique in in its, yeah. its, its own way. Like when I saw it the first time, I thought in the trailer, I was like, that's a weird helmet. Yeah, and I mean, it, it kind of functions in the same way that Vader's helmet did in the original films, where it like breaks his human, like breaks his humanity because he's got a helmet on. Yeah. So like, you see him more as this like machine man than like a person. Except it doesn't. He doesn't require it to breathe. Yeah, so which is that. like a, it's like a cute twist when he yeah. takes it off, and you're like, oh, he didn't need it. Like, oh, know? he's fine. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, and so Michael Kaplan, who was the costume designer, um, on the set, uh, said that there's nothing. Uh, so this is a direct quote from him. Uh, there's nothing better to bring you into the world of believability than when clothes look like they've been worn quite a bit and are all broken down and their shoes have mud on them. Yep. And, like, this is really true of Kylo's costume. Like, he's all frayed and shit and he's got, like, gross it's, things yeah, on his cloak. it's true of a lot of the film. Like, a lot of the stuff just looks older, which is kind of why it, it works so well. It's the reason the, the, the original trilogy looked so good as well. Yeah. Because everything was just broken. And, like, he's got these gouges and... Yeah. laser blasts on his helmet and like I think it's nice that you get the contrast between everything else in the world that's really battered, battered and shit and like the brand new stormtrooper armor yeah the stormtroopers are like very it's quite sort of yeah especially in the in, uh, opening cinematic where you see them in the um like in the transport ship mm. they all look just perfectly like cleaned yeah, pristine, and polished yeah. and then by the end of it they're all covered in mud they're covered and in dust blood and, and blood and shit yeah, yeah it's quite cool and, it's, and like I, Sorry, Even in the trailer, that was, like, the coolest shot, because it's, like, they look so nice. Yeah, it's... Which is, like, so perfect for, like, it's what real the indicative. are. Yeah. yeah, they're this, like, you know, they almost become this alien force. Yeah. Particularly on that first scene in Jakku, where, you know, they're, they're sort of... Um, you get Kylo Ren, who comes out of the ship at the end, and he's just sort of so different from them. Like, mm. his cloak is frayed, and it's, like, this textured material, and they're wearing their polished shiny armor right white but that's yeah. now covered in dust and blood and he's this guy who's come out from the ship already sort of worn and battered but different you know it's quite it's quite it's striking like that scene as a whole is similar to the opening of episode four where darth vader literally does the same thing where yeah he walks in after all the stormtroopers but even darth vader looked kind of shiny in the yeah. original films and like it was more just the film being old and being filmed on film yeah that it kind of looked a bit more it kind of adds to that shiny yeah. sort of he looks much more like a stormtrooper yeah whereas kylo ren definitely looks like he looks like a dark he looks like yeah. a sith you know like he doesn't look like a stormtrooper he looks yeah. like a sith Lord. he looks like he look it kind of humanizes him a bit more 
Mm. The fact that he's kind of a bit more worn, especially the fact that he's wearing robes rather than like plate armor yeah. essentially can that... you put your phone on the other side for me? <laughs> sorry um yeah no definitely like i think the the texture and we'll get into the texture of the robes um a little bit later but like i think it's kind of interesting um that apparently jj abrams worked really closely with kaplan during the design like even going like of all the costumes going so far as to ask about specific seams on certain costumes oh yeah I like mean... jj was really you know interested in that stuff and they even had what they called a, a distressing department which would oh, add wear yeah. and age and stuff if you follow um oh, what's his name the mythbusters guy uh the the younger one uh adam or jamie adam jamie jamie no. is the one with the hat <laughs> adam yeah so yeah. if you follow a lot of adam's stuff on uh the tested channel mm-hmm. he like he's ba- he's a he's a distressing fanatic like he loves weathering things mm. and because he worked on a lot of older sci-fi films. I'm pretty sure including Star Wars. I think and I think so. I'm pretty sure he was in Star Wars. Um, That's an AFA fact. That yeah, is, it's, pretty, it may I'm not be true, sure it but it probably is. But, <laughs> and he does a lot of distressing, and it's like, you see, like, the before and after of projects he's done, where he takes, like, a box, which is, like, a, a clean, pristine box, and then just, like, weathers it with, like, paint and, like, scratches and literally beating it with a hammer. Yeah. And it just, it looks nicer being broken, yeah, it's quite interesting because it, isn't it, it? it feels more authentic. It adds weight. Yeah, it just, it gives it more character. It gives it a story, and especially with the with Kylo Ren's helmet, like every single mark on it tells like a story of you know he's yeah. not he's like he's not this freshly cut like straight off yeah, the block it, villain. It, it's like, a real he's been old around. helmet, yeah. and like I think the there's a really interesting quote from Kaplan here where um sort of speaking specific specifically about the helmet. So so Kaplan said um. The silver, li- uh, the silver in those lines, so like the ones on the helmet, yeah. kind of reflects and changes color with the action. You know, if he's standing in front of the fire, you see that. So it almost brings you into the mask a bit. Like it, when you look at it, it kind of like draws you in. True, yeah, that is pretty clever. And it's yeah, kind of this cool, kind of like yeah, yeah, because originally they were like they were not silver. I think they were like a matte or they were gold or something. Yeah. He's like no, make but, them reflect. Yeah, being silver, it's like when when you've got that the laser blast uh, in front of the star destroyer. His he his helmet is red. Yeah, and when he draws his saber, it kind of takes on that color, and it's kind of this cool like small decision they made. But it means that you kind of. Yeah, like, it's real trippy. Uh, yeah, they, they do a lot with color in the film. Like, it's a very literal, like, blue and red film kind of thing. Yeah, it's quite you cool. just have scenes where you'll just have blue and red mm. and contrast and blue and red. Never never purple, you know. They never really mix no. them. They just go blue or red. We get a lot of beige with... Uh, with, uh, with um... Jakku and the... Uh, yeah, and, and particularly, yeah. like, Ray. She's... In a lot of scenes, they'll try and... They, they change the color palette slightly to be yeah. gray, and then Hans is sort of greenish and stuff. So it's kind of interesting looking at the colors, but, um... I was saying before that Adam Driver was talking about how difficult wearing the helmet was when he was working, because yeah. he, he, he... It's he, pretty, yeah. pretty funny. It was like, to this day, I still don't know who's in the movie, because I haven't seen anybody. Apparently, like, as that much as... it's really hard to see. Yeah, because, well, yeah, like, as much as the helmets that you can buy that are props are easy to see out of, because they're not, like, of the actual metal or whatever. Yeah, they don't have to be sturdy. Apparently, like, and he would have to wear, um, like, this sort of something under his eyes to make them stay dark. Oh, through so the lens, yeah. so you, can you know. See. I think he. I think he. I think there was also padding on the inside. To it was add a similar to that. thing that um, they do with Batman. Yeah, where, where, where paint Christian Bale paints yeah. his eyes. Yeah, that's right. Although that's like with that, that's actually part of the costume that 
that Bruce Batman, Wayne yeah, puts, that on, he puts on rather than just like <laughs> oh we don't want them to see your eyes so we're gonna and even because when he takes off the helmet he's not he doesn't have black under his eyes obviously yeah so yeah yeah exactly yeah that's more of just like a behind the scenes costume and thing where they're like we, we you don't want to see <laughs> <your eyes>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, need, we need we need him to see out but we don't want to let people see in and i think that goes back to like that jj abrams thing where he didn't want to do that in post no because they could have but it would have just been it weird. It just would have been weird. You know? His eyes um, would have looked really... Like, the if they'd done that in post and, like, sort of green screen the visor on, I yeah. think it just would have looked janky as all hell. Yeah. And you wouldn't get those natural reflections that you get and those weird moments actually having something there. And, there's, and like, the there's some really nice shadows that you get that are just natural shadows from... Yeah. Particularly the hood, um, which we'll get to when we talk about the robes, but, like, with the helmet itself... You said before it's kind of like Vader's, but it's kind of not. Yeah. I think it's indicative of the fact that he's clear- he's clearly made it himself. Mm. And, like, it's weird and janked, and, like, there's this weird damage. Like, the left temple panel is slightly warped mm. from some impact. Um, we said before there's, like, these forehead... There's, like, a forehead gouge that might be, like, a laser blast. Yeah. There's, like, um, a lot of weird scratches on, the like, the top of it as well. Yeah. Like, the edges. And, like, some of it, you're like, how would that happen? Probably, like, in transit or in a fight or something. Mm. But it makes it, you know, like, the edges are chipped and cracked. And the other thing that I really like that I completely forgot to write down here is that it has a really good sound design. It really clunks down. Like, it sounds heavy in metal. Yeah. Like, I mean, when he drops it on that bridge, it goes, like, it really lands. Yeah. <laughs> and when he puts it in the um, Vader's ashes, it goes, and really buries itself. Yeah. Like, the, you know? sound, the sound design for the whole film is amazing. Yeah, and it's it's all those small details that make the helmet, which is clearly just plastics and yeah, like it's, fiberglass. It's like, like there's like a little bit my, of metal in yeah, it, yeah, but um, mainly plastic. You know, but they're able to make it seem. It like seems this old hunk and sturdy. Yeah. yeah, and you kind of you kind of imagine that it would be really fucking heavy to really, wear, really hot. It would yeah, be, be pretty It'd be sweaty hot in and there. really heavy, yeah. and like it's clearly this self-flagellation thing mm. that he's doing. Or, you know, it's just because he wants to seem like Vader. But, I mean, that first scene where you see him with Hux and he's not wearing... Kylo's not wearing the helmet. It's just kind of, like, Kylo's a bit awkward because he's not wearing the helmet. He's a, he's a fucking... He's an awkward yeah, kid. Yeah, he's just, like, like, a spotty kid. Like, yeah. it's kind of cool <laughs> that they that they have him be like, oh, it's a little weird to have his helmet off. So, he's yeah, he's like that edgy kid who, like, pretends to be Naruto. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. the helmet on to, like... Oh, you mean Sasuke. Cool. Yeah. Sasuke. And it's um, like yeah. he's like you're such a dweeb, but he's so powerful regardless. It's crazy. So you're like, yeah. Oh man, Kylo Ren. Actually, the um the original designs or some of the concept designs. There's like a photo flo- floating around of the like some of the original drawings for Kylo's mask, mm. and they look they look so weird. Like a lot of them look a lot more like Vader's mask than the current one. Yeah, but there was a lot of like sort of, like, bigger masks, like, longer, sort of, like, almost Egyptian sphinx-like oh, okay. masks. Like, the um the grill under his, like, on the bottom half of the mask, there was some that, like, had that grill extend, like, pretty much down his neck really far. Oh, okay. Like. It's, like, kind of weird, like, different designs they went for. I think the the Egyptian thing would have been really weird because he he's, like, uh, Adam Driver is an actor. He's basically, he's pretty Hispanic, I'm like he's yeah yeah he's certainly not like super white so they could have you know just been like yeah he's whatever some star wars equivalent of egyptian yeah it's kind of nice like that following. they yeah kind of nice that they didn't though oh yeah i mean it would have been kind of jarring because it's like but he's han solo's son and yeah han solo is white <laughs> it's like <laughs> like uh, and it's like why would you well yeah like you know i think we've talked about it before but they both have that very roman nose yeah so they really do him, making him egyptian it would have been a weird, of, been choice. weird yeah no for sure but yeah some of those some of the designs for their 
like the mask. They're really like, interesting. And even the like the photo I saw of the the concept drawings, none of them were what we got. Like, yeah, none of them were the Kylo Ren mask from, that we got. From the research I've been doing, like it seems like what happens is they have the con- the concept of the mask, and they'll build like a few models. Yeah, and then they'll go, "Well, how's it going to look when he's wearing it?" And so they'll make like a wearable model and go, "You especially oh, have to look at how it looks in motion." As yeah, well. and they're like, "Oh, that's weird because it doesn't match his shoulders, or it's yeah. weird because like Adam Drive, like the uniform they put him in is quite straight up and down." So it would have been weird if the mask was really long um, coming out from his face. Yeah. Because it's like quite... long going down as Yeah, because he's quite yeah. a rectangular person. Yeah, and I think if, you, if you're if you making a mask and you're putting long bits on it, as soon as you move the mask, those long bits are going to be moving really fast. Because they're yes. just... They're elongated, so they're yeah. going to be moving faster than everything else. And it would just look like an airplane. Yeah, it'll, it'll look weirdly <laughs> like comical. Weird. You know? And like that can work if there's like a lot of hanging bits, but if they're stationary, it's weird. Yeah, it's like know? if the... It's like why I didn't... Why a lot of people probably didn't like the original designs of Padme in the prequels. Mm. The really long, like, yeah. stuff. Compared to Leo, which was very just like simple and like hair done in rather than hair done in plus a stupid fucking hat yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) like it's a weird hat it's you kind of have like when you have that weird elongated stuff it looks alien so people are naturally going to be like i don't really like it which is kind of i thought that was and particularly with the makeup they put her in i thought that was a cool decision to alienate her as this queen oh yeah like Uh, like she she definitely looks non-human it it did everything they wanted it to do but just people didn't like it because that was what it was supposed to do yeah you were meant Um, to like her and then and then she's like oh it's actually the cute handmaiden who wears like like, the jeans or whatever like it's nice no shut up that's great i i've come to really appreciate certain things about the prequels like that but um so like i i guess um with so with kylo's robes i kind of touched on them before but they've made this weird like black basket weave thing it's almost like a monk's cloth that he's Mm. wearing over the top it's like super textured and we haven't really seen that in star wars that much before um partly because just the fidelity of the film they're able to get a lot more of that texture out yeah and even with the prequels they they didn't really rely on you know they didn't rely on anything practical in the prequels i think we know that much so they didn't really focus too much on like oh we want the costumes to look a certain way because they'd be like yeah let's fucking do it in CGI yeah they they were like well you know particularly with like Anakin's or something they were like yeah. well he wears dark leathers don't think about it too much yeah you whereas know? in whereas I think in this film they were definitely like you know we need to make everything look because especially because it's so far after it's like a thirty year gap between episode six or however long it is yeah and the the way the timeline works is that like you know it's instead of being like a technological advance like everything's going up it's we're at a high point in our everything's just yeah we're in this shit. we've gone over the it's hill like a, a constant like constant post-war sort of depression and era. it kind of feels like it yeah and the costumes really evoke that because everyone's kind of just wearing rags yeah and like i think particularly you know even like to the extent where, like, it's this weird, like, leather hemp thing yeah. that he's wearing. And it's, like, you could get it probably somewhere on Earth. But it, the way that they've, like, the way that it's been rendered, it doesn't look like it's... It looks like it's from some weird moon that, like, he picked it up. But, like, it seems like he's been wearing it for years. It looks really thick. Yeah. But it looks really light. Yes. It looks like a thick wool jacket that is super light for something, some reason. Something I've learned as I was researching this is he actually wears a ton of layers. Yeah. And it's not that obvious when you watch the film the first time, but his robe is... So he wears a mid-coat, and then he wears an... So he, oh, sorry. So going from the bottom, he wears an under-tunic, yeah. which is that sort of um, lined arm thing that comes out. 
yeah. That's his under tunic. The fucking scar. Yeah. Scar fucking t-shirt. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks like, um, like mummy, like mummy yeah. bandages or whatever. That's his under tunic. Then he wears a mid coat, which is the, it's the weightiest thing. Mm. That's the layer beneath the over cloak, which is the textured thing. Yeah. And then he wears a neck seal, which is the thing that his helmet goes onto. Yeah. It's like a weird space turtleneck thing. And it's this, apparently like it's the super elaborate costume to get into. And then just lots of belts, I assume. Uh, there's what's to run all the it's, belts. Like it's the, just one thick belt. Just one thick belt. Um, yeah. With the two attachments for the saber, and then I think there's something else that goes on the other side. I'm not sure. Um, General purpose. Yeah, just like just for putting pack. like just for dollar bills, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, but like I think it's really interesting that like you don't really see that in the film unless you're looking for it. But like it's this crazy elaborate layered yeah. thing, um, and apparently like uh, the the leather itself on the outside is a combination it's like double layered so it's a combination of i think the bottom layer is leather and then on top of that the textured stuff is like super treated cotton that's slightly transparent or something oh, jesus which yeah. is why when he moves it looks like it doesn't reflect as much as it should yeah which is i think what makes it give it that weird otherworldly thing yeah because it would yeah because it's transparent like just going through it so yeah it so it kind of makes it feel like like shimmery kind of yeah. Like yeah. So when he's in a like room, it's not exactly there. Kind yeah. Of thing. So when yeah. he's in a room, it kind of seems like the room is like leaning toward him a bit. Yeah. And it's this weird thing where like I was, I was looking at some screenshots before because the film is still not out on DVD or whatever. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, it's really weird that like you don't notice that till you start thinking about it. But yeah, it makes you like lean toward him a bit. Yeah. Just like mentally. Plus the helmet draws you in. Like it's this weird, crazy. Like they've spent a lot of time making him feel weirdly like you kind of feel weirdly compelled toward him. Yeah, and I think that's kind of important for his character because he is, like, unlike someone like Darth Maul, who going into the film, if you don't, if you don't really follow the backstory, you don't know who he is. He's just some rando, mm. and you get, and you know, starting with the episode seven, you go in and you're like, okay, Kylo Ren's big bad, but then when you realize he's actually part of like the bloodline, you know, yeah. he's. He's Han Solo. He's part of that old chestnut. You're just like, oh shit, he's a main character. (laughs) Yeah, like like, he isn't dying this episode. And so making him like not just because the thing with I like the thing I didn't like with Darth Maul is like, why does he just look like a demon? It's like, yeah, it's his character, but it's like he just looks overly threatening. Because because we never see another of that race in the in the actual films. Yeah, they're all over the extended canon, but like they're not in any yeah, of you the don't, and it's it's those characters who are like so just obscenely different to everyone else that they sort of just like push to the side when they're not needed anymore like the gungans pretty much all of them it's just like nah, whatever we've gotten our cgi fix now fuck off for two yeah yeah they're like just kind of push- yeah, just go away we don't want you anymore but like having kylo ren actually be like an important character part of the bloodline of basically like he's basically part of the um the Skywalker he's part of the line. first family. Yeah, he's yeah. part of the Skywalker line. So it means that he's like, you know, we have to make him appealing. Like, we can't just make him just super hateable. Yeah, like, and he, he has he to has... have some redeeming qualities. And like, yeah, you're right. And definitely part of that is like that costume design means that... Yeah, it's like... kind of cuddly. He's like, oh, you get up and snuggle with him because well, he's warm. <laughs> kind of. It's more like... um, I feel like it's more like there's this... You feel like this weird, like, attraction. You're Not, not to uh, him as, like, a person, but, like on screen he has this magnetism because of that costume yeah and i think it it contrasts well with a lot of the other 
main villains like the who's like the commander guy he like butt heads with a lot oh hux yeah he's wearing a lot of like faux leather like really shiny stuff like he's not fancy wearing... boy clothes yeah yeah he's wearing a lot of like the yeah he's wearing like the the officer's uniform it's like really shiny yeah, he wears the, these big long stupid nazi hat with like these leather bands on yeah the front. so he looks different to kylo ren like he he um you know he's got that contrast going and even uh captain phasma i do i is that the right word? Phasma. Yeah, you got yeah. it. You got it I keep time. fucking up that word. You've got it wrong the last two yeah. times you talk about Star Wars. <laughs> but she, like, she's obviously wearing the sort of Mandalorian-esque armor. Yeah, it's it's like it's, it's, it's her kind of adapted Stormtrooper. Yeah, it's like super reflective. And it's like that sort of contrast again. And then, you know, with the Stormtroopers as well, like they they contrast with him really well. So he stands Everyone contrasts out. with yeah. him. Yeah. And he, he looks more like just a dark Jedi than he does, which is, you know, he's a Sith, so obviously yeah. he's a dark Jedi. But, like, rather than being part of the Empire. Yeah, like, he fits more in with the other characters of Finn and Rey and Poe yes, rather than, he does than with... fitting in with Phasma and the yeah. evil Nazi dude. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, so it's you sort of feel for him more as a character, yeah. which you should, because he's Cause important. He's, yeah. And he's um, part of that bloodline. And he's kind of... I think one of the things, like, so I was looking at, when I was doing my research, I was looking at um, the certifications for cosplaying as Kylo Ren. So as part of the five Part of, of the five, yeah. Yeah. Five um, and what was really interesting is that a lot of the materials they specify are from, like, super different places. Uh, and the way the article is written, it kind of implies that his outfit has been, like... Like, like built it, over the years. Yeah, like it wasn't... Places. Yeah, like it wasn't... He didn't just pick it up at once. Like, it started... It started off just a basic Which is, like, the then, under tunic, and then, like, yeah. and then it just kind of has built itself up over the years but the most interesting thing i think is that the hood uh and cowl so like his hood and his cape or whatever are the most weathered of the outfit which seems to imply that he's worn them the longest yeah so it kind of i mean if i was an edgy kid who wanted to become a jedi i would get yeah so i would get the cloak and hood first (laughs) my my best guess is that he's had that since he was a jedi um or maybe he donned it when he first left luke or whatever but like that's yeah i'm guessing he probably wore that as a jedi and that kind of that's the one thing that stayed. It might be interesting to see if if in the 501st slash the Rebels mm. Legion, if they this, the uh, materials they specify for Luke's outfit in the later episodes where he's wearing that black, like that black suit. Yeah. If that's similar to Kylo Ren's outfit. Oh, uh, it could because be. Because in the, in the extended universe, at least, we know that Luke kept that outfit when he was training Jedi. Yes. You see that in like the... Jedi not Jedi Academy in those games. Yeah. And so it might be interesting if like Kylo Ren like initially like sort of followed Luke wearing that black. Oh, and then when okay. he was like disillusioned, he like sort of kept the black because he's like, you know what? It's black. It's like so I'll keep this. It's like it's my color. And, and you know, and then get the hood and sort of yeah, build yeah. It might be interesting to see if there's like a parallel between oh, like yeah. obviously like it like I don't know whether if the filmmakers would have looked at Luke's and was like, let's kind of style Kylo Ren after Luke. Yeah, similarly. But it might be interesting if it is. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I mean, it's definitely I mean, the Five of Us and the Rebels definitely a good source for, like, figuring out costumes. Because yeah, they they've spent done a lot, lot of, of figuring out for it. us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and I mean, like, yeah, that's kind of, it's going to be interesting because he'll have to get a new helmet in the next film if they're going to helmet him again. That's the thing, yeah. A lot um, of people are, like... Because he's left his helmet behind. Yeah, because so. with the... With the concept images, a lot of people are saying, like, maybe one of these is going to be the Episode Eight helmet. I should think so. Yeah, which is which could be weird, because we could see the move into something, like, either, like, 
we could see like the super Roman or the super like Egyptian style. I think what we'll probably see is we'll see. What if he just goes full fucking Spartan and just gets like <laughs> boy? I suppose that's what the Mandalorian armor is. Well, that's yeah. Great. So like in the Roman. in the I mean we'll, we'll definitely do an episode on the Mandalorian armor at some yeah. point because it is fascinating. But one of the things that there's some parallels between the way that Kylo's helmet functions, not necessarily looks, but the way it functions and the way Mandalorian armor functions are very similar. Where it's implied that he probably has a heads-up display, um, yeah, but it's never stated. Whereas the Mandalorian ones definitely do, so yeah. you can kind of go targeting systems and stuff. But the way that the visors function, let you see properly, and they let you hear properly, and they have voice modulators, those are very similar. So probably what's happened is he's found some old Mandalorian kit, Jerry rigged it into his own helmet. Yeah. So what we could see is maybe he doesn't get another helmet, or if he does, maybe Darth Plagueis has like. Has salvaged some other crap. We've agreed it is Darth Plagueis. Oh, yeah, sorry, Snoke. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. Um, yeah. For reference, that when we're recording this, only The Force Awakens is out. Um, oh, yeah, true. That would be interesting. Yeah, so if, it, can, it could be interesting to see what happens there. Whether right or, not. or wrong, yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so I guess, like, to, to kind of tie together in a neat bow, like, I think the most interesting thing is that, yeah, it's this weirdly, like, it's intimidating and it's kind of, like, it's got this weird magnetism to the way that the costume is put together. Yeah. And that's, like, the cloth. It's like the helmet. It's all of the stuff together. Like, as an outfit, it seems more sort of, like, I don't know, accessible compared well, it, to the Vader outfit. Yeah, because the Vader seems, outfit just seems... It'd be hard to wear that every day. Yeah. Whereas you can tell that Kylo would wake up in the morning and he would just... Like, he would clearly sleep in the under tunic or whatever. Yeah, because he's and, a weird, gross teenager. No, well, that's that's what... They, <laughs> I mean, like, a lot of the characters in the Star Wars universe, their clothes they are, like, what they, they wear every day. They don't sleep in jammies. They yeah. don't... They just... No would, time for jammies. Yeah, that's, like, what they wear every day. So, yeah. like, you can imagine that's, like... This outfit that he wears is just... He's been adding to it for years, and yeah. it's become what it is. Which is kind of... Whereas the Vader one seems like... The Vader one was put on him when he was... Yes. Yeah, at the so end like, of the third film. No. And then he has to sleep <laughs> in that weird thing where he sits upright or whatever. Yeah. Which just would be uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, it, it's... It's just... It, like, dehumanizes him compared to Kylo, which... Like, his mask dehumanizes him, but not as much. And probably because he takes it off so fucking much that you're kind of like, you're just like, eh, mask, no mask. They almost see it, feel like different people. Yeah. Like, when he puts the mask on, you're like, okay, this is Kylo Ren. But when he takes it off, it's just like, oh, it's it's Ben Solo. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that that forest scene where he's fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. He's like, hunting Ray. That's terrifying. You don't, you don't see him. You just hear the crackle of branches and, like, the lightsaber. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, he's sort of like this weird different thing, which I don't yeah. mind too much. I kind of like the idea that maybe in the next film we're going to see more of that because he's lost that bit of his humanity yeah. having killed Han. You know, he's done what Vader couldn't. Um, because we know from the novelizations that Kylo Ren knew that Vader had turned to the light side before he died. Yeah. Which is a huge... Like, I don't understand why they cut... I don't understand why they cut that from the film because it's so important to understand his motivation for killing Han because he's doing what Vader never could. Yeah. And it doesn't make him stronger, it makes him weaker, and he gets fucked up by Rey. Yeah. And that's so... That's such rich storytelling, as Gabe said in my interview with him. And, like, you know, I think the design of Kylo, like, has to be a success, and it is a success because you don't notice all the shit when you're watching it. But you know, but, but it still does what it's it does meant what to it do. and yeah. and it does what it's meant to do, and it goes beyond what it needs to do. Yeah, and like, you know, it adds to the world building to the way that the story is told, particularly with the helmet and the weight, yeah. and like the fact that he puts it in the ashes sometimes. Yeah, that's that shit was like Whoa, that's so dark. Fuck? Like yeah. <laughs> that's such like what point do you have to get to that that's something that you do? Yeah, like that's, that's so that's so telling of his character. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, even even though it was uncomfortable for for um. The driver, I think it helps us place Kylo as a character 
who's existed long before the cameras are turned on. Yeah. And, like, that's what's that's what you're supposed to do with a costume. Yeah, and he's he clearly has, like, through the, um... What's, like, the original group he was part of? The... Uh, the Knights, Knights of, of the First... He's, uh, Knights of... He, the Knights of Ren, he still yeah, runs. Knights of Ren. They still yeah. exist. I wonder if we'll see them. I hope the so. The rest of them. I mean, um, we we will. We've seen them in that dream Because we see sequence. them in that... Yeah. Um, so we most but, definitely will. <laughs> yeah, but but hopefully... It's just whether they... That might be where the other helmet designs ah. come in. We might see them in the night. Oh, that'd be Ren. cool. That would be cool, actually. Actually, yeah, that's. I'm curious to see where they go with that mm. because if they're he all... still needs to be unique. Yeah, but so if they're all very similar but the same. Mm, that could we be might cool. we might see like some of them be like more like Vader almost. Yeah, and you see that progression from like oh, and like yeah. maybe there's like two extremes. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, yeah. He's kind of in the middle somewhere. Yeah. With or, his or, mask. Well, I, I think the, I'm not sure if he started the Knights of Ren or not, but if he did, maybe his is the first iteration. Yeah. Or something his is like, or it's like the last. Or so, like it'll be somewhere in between. Yeah. You know. But either way, I think that'll be that'd kind be of cool. interesting. I hope we see them because um, we don't, you don't see their masks as they're all hooded up. Yeah. In the in that flashback. Yeah, it's also raining and shit. So it's yeah, it's to, also really hard to. Yeah. yeah, it's just can't see anything. Um, it's like a one second clip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's I'm I'm curious. Like it's, yeah. it should be interesting. They seem to be sort of like the secret police of the first order kind of thing. So yeah, they're they're probably they're the ones pulling the strings. Even though oh, I hope so. It's probably Snoke. That's actually. Probably well, it'll be a bit of, well. He, I assume he runs them yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, I mean that's going to do it for um for the costumes, the costume talk of Kylo Ren. Um, I, I just like it's we pretty much covered everything. Like he's it's just it's just it's a great, great design. design. It's yeah. such a great it's just design. Really good. And when you nail that shit, like it, yeah, you just for, you forget yeah. that there's been design put into it, and you just think that it's what that it's person just what it's like. meant to be. Yeah, it fits um, perfectly. So where can people find us, Ben? YouTube, YouTube. DCM dot <laughs> works. Uh, yep, DCM dot works. Patreon dot com slash DCM works. Um, Twitter and, DCM underscore works. Yep, and as always, everything else is in the show notes. If you have any questions or feedback um, or any ideas on what you thought of Kylo Ren's costume, hashtag AFA Pod or, or the emails at DCM Correct. And with uh, that, um, this has been our episode on Kylo Ren's costume, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. The visuals are very like well done and like the gameplay is super fun <laughs> and like because those three things are there it's like it's exceptionally good hey, I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions but it would feel like just gouging my soul out yeah Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR if Shrek is a fairy tale creature can he actually own land and want to kick them off where did that come from you have to make a lot of shit off to make good art yeah, yeah. that's like that's just the truth like,